I'm Lauren from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. The Gunna Geek Network presents the latest installment of all things good and nerdy. With your hosts, Naki. Internet is really, really great. Forborn. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. And Chris. So I'm going to say this as nice as I can. You go to hell, sir. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> They're here each week to talk about the latest in nerd news. And sometimes they bring a special guest host along, too. As Magneto once said, Ha ha ha, welcome to die! I want to cut you all. I'm just going to cut you all. Meat candy. Woohoo! You have boobs! So kick your feet up and relax as you take in the latest crazy episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. And things. I can't. This steam sale is killing me. Like, okay. I have. <laughs> Turn I have, it off. Turn it off. I have 18 things in my wish list, and all of them are on sale. Except Naki, for Night, Night Squad. Naki, turn off the steam. No. Just turn off the steam. No. Step away from the steam. Guys, guys, you don't I, understand. I do. That's why we're telling you step away. <laughs> we know what we're doing here, Naki. Turn I mean, they, the they're not even, like, good discounts, but I'm still like, aw. Like, spores <laughs> down to $9.99 instead of $19.99. It's the sale mentality. That's what it is. You're like, oh, my God, everything's on sale. So then you start wanting to get everything, even if it's not a great deal. Now, let's be fair. Steam does have lots of great deals on Steam sale, though. I know. <laughs> I know. They, don't, they don't fit the normal definition of a sale. Because a sale yeah. is usually shit you don't need at a price you can't pass up. Well, it's still shit I probably don't need, and most of the prices I can't pass up. But there's some of them that are just... On the borderline of, is this too good a price to miss or not? Well, Evil Within is one of the games that I'm, I'm kind of, like, really wanting. But it's $15, which doesn't f- pass the, the rule that I have for Steam Sale, which is it has to be less than $5. But it's Evil Within, and it's, and it's normally $60, but it's 15 right now. Stick to your rule. Break the rule. If it's good, it's worth it. God damn it, it's like the angel and the devil on my shoulder. <laughs> Rules are made to be broken. It's more like the devil, Why is the devil and the winning? evil devil. <laughs> That's how I look at it, at least. And then there's, okay, so we've got we've got Evil Within at 75% off. you got Watch Dogs, which actually isn't that good, so I don't need it, but it's 60% off. you got the whole Borderlands franchise, 80% off. Now, Borderlands franchise, that's worth breaking your rule for. It is, and you all know like how obsessed I am with Borderlands. Uh, I only have Borderlands Two on here, so uh, I did purchase Borderlands and <laughs> the first one. Uh, but pre sequel is down from fifty nine ninety nine to nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, welcome everyone to episode one hundred and sixty three of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, brought to you unofficially by the Steam Sale. <laughs> And hangovers. Uh, and hangovers. What a shocker. Anthony's hungover today. Ah, <laughs> uh, the life of a single dude. I see That's how right. it is. You're out and there drinking and carousing all the time. <laughs> I wasn't out. I was in last night, but I was drinking. My buddy's a brewer, and he made ginger beer. 
He figured Ooh. out how to make alcoholic ginger ale, and it's fucking awesome. It does sound good. You, I love have, you need a Moscow Mule now. I drink about a mule, uh, uh, uh what's, oh, what's it called? A growler last night. So, pro tip for all you guys out there. Make friends with people who like to brew their own beer, and you're going to get to try some really good, awesome stuff. Other times, his own beer. He's actually the head brewer of a local brewery now. Oh, see, you, you made a smart friend choice there. <laughs> yes, I did. Smart friend choice. He also figured out how to make alcoholic root beer. The guy's a genius. Oh, really? He seriously is. Oh, that sounds good. It does is. sound really good. From what I've been told, people that come in and try it either love it or hate it. I had one, and I thought it was awesome. It tastes just like root beer, but it's got a nice kick to it. I'm intrigued. Well, now you can have uh, homemade river bombs. Ooh, What's a river bomb? A root beer bomb. You drop a shot of uh, alcohol-flavored like root beer into a glass of beer, and then you shoot it. <laughs> Man. No, alcoholic I'm, root beer dropped into alcoholic root beer. You that guys are making me tasty. You're making me really thirsty this morning. Hey, look, I've got grape. I've got grape juice, which is a alcoholic uh, version of wine. It's not an alcoholic wine. That's all. Yes, I stopped. I stopped drinking a long time ago. So I have water. We can pretend it's vodka. It's clear. For as, far, as far as we know, it could be. July 1st, the drinking stops again, so I'm having fun while I can. Well, you got to wait until after, after 4th of July. Nope. It's going right. to take me four months to get in Captain America shape. That's four months of not drinking to get rid of the, the under-camera gut. Fo followed up by three months of nothing but drinking, you're saying? Oh, yeah. Followed up by three months of drunken debauchery. <laughs> I'll be in Captain America shape while I'm doing the drunken debauchery, which I think will, Ladies, will he's... pay off pretty well. Ladies, this man is single. <laughs> you can find him at Anthony Bachman on Twitter, so feel free to s send boobies to Anthony. <laughs> do, it in a, do it in a DM, bro. Do it in a DM. It's less fun, then. A DM, public, I don't care. I just like boobs. <laughs> he just wants boobs. Anthony, before the prior, the, before the show was starting, Anthony was like, well, you can just put your boobs on camera, and that'll be the beginning of the show. So, you That's know. not what I said. I said if you're going to cry in the camera, you should do it with cleavage. That I'm wearing a cleavage put your shirt. boobs on camera. Well, I'm, I'm wearing a cleavage interpreted it correctly. The lower third covers up my cleavage shirt. The lower third is the cleavage preventer, is what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> then we need to have upper thirds. Upper thirds. <laughs> Oh, we'll get right on that. <laughs> I was licking the the robot penis. Yeah, that was pretty nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to episode 163 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, recorded live Sunday, June 14th, 2015. You got the regular trio. You got myself. You got Anthony, who's giving a thumbs up for all you audio listeners, and we've got yeah. Naki. Hi. And then our special guest host today, joining us from the Tyrion's Landing podcast, a fellow member of the Gunna Geek Network. We've got Jeannie. Hello! We're all about the network cross-collaboration. Always, Hello. all the time. All day. All night. It's what we do in here. Well, that and talk about Steam sales and encourage Naki to spend money. Now, my, my challenge for you guys in the peanut gallery watching live, if it looks like Naki's getting distracted, she's probably on the Steam sale, so start just pinging her in the chat room and be like, get off Steam, get off Steam. 
We're trying to save her from herself and save our show quality at the same time. And she's on Steam again. Doggy. No, I'm not on Steam. I'm catching up on the chat room. <laughs> I'm uh, our, our draftsman was at Exotica this weekend, and I'm reading. Did yes, I lose he, everybody? No, you did not. I saw in the uh, chat room, Draftsman was at Exotica and was able to get a woman with green hair wearing all green to say Hail Hydra unprompted. Nice. That I thought was fantastic. Wait, he was nice. at another porn con? Where this does one, Draftsman live? He lives by me. He's actually not far. We have like two a year now. I'm starting to think he lives in Vegas because he's at a porn con like every three months. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a couple. We they They come through quite regularly now. Um, I knew Exotica was this weekend, but I was like, no, I don't need to go. I did it once, and it was <laughs> terrible, so I don't need to go. He, he did give us a real nice compliment in the chat room, though. He was asking, explain to me again why I'm one of the most inappropriate ones of the bunch. He goes, I mean, after five date minutes here, I found you guys to be less proper than seven out of ten porn stars. Yes, that's my that, goal. We need a review on iTunes that says less proper than 7 out of 10 porn stars. And I, would, I would take that. That would yeah. make my friggin' day if someone put that review on iTunes. So peanut yeah, gallery. Go change, your, go change your review of us on iTunes and add that. <laughs> less proper that than awesome. 7 out of 10 porn stars. That is fantastic. Which basically I, just means I'm a good sailor. Yes. I was going to say, you are a sailor, man. That's right. Oh, I almost, I almost started singing the song, but then it's like, oh wait, then we'll get no. in trouble from the YouTubes. Don't yeah, you can't sing. sing that. It has to be, if you do, it has to be like less than what, ten seconds or something like that for fair yeah. use. Yeah, you or should, you yeah. can review it. <laughs> or, or you can be talking over it. That That's fair use. You should just eat lots of spinach, Anthony. There, I gave way to it. It's Anthony the Sailor Man. Toot, toot, toot. <laughs> that, that's not because of spinach. That's because he had right. baked beans. I'll punch you in your Bluto. <laughs> Does that mean you abuse olive oil, too? I, every chance I get. I use it a lot for cooking. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, okay, so when I was still working at the comic book shop, they were doing a, like, uh, a re-release of old Popeye ones. Holy shit, that, 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 that was one abusive husband. Yeah. Like, he used oh, to beat yeah. the shit out of her in like every single one. I was like, he's not a nice dude. No, I. Yeah. I Basically, think... that whole comic was just olive oil being abused and Popeye coming to her rescue. It was a white knight yeah. told yeah, with think... a crazy drunken sailor who you never see drink. <laughs> yeah, I think that song actually is uh, public domain now. We might have to look that up, and if it is, we'll let Naki make her own version about Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she could make her own version about Anthony because that's allowed for parody reasons. There you oh, go. Good. Uh-huh. Hang on, so, I could do this. Do the you weird have a challenge. Version. It doesn't necessarily have to be this week, but your challenge is to come up with your best Anthony the Sailor Man song. No, see, I do it better when when I, when I like only have like thirty seconds left. The spur of the moment. So, yeah. So that's how we'll He's end the show. Anthony the Sailor Man. He's drinking as fast as he can. <laughs> he. W- He's Anthony the Sailor Man. He's drinking as fast as he can. He went. He, he's pounding the women and getting them and getting some bitches. He's he's Anthony the Sailor Man. <laughs> so I'm going to say right now, I, I wrote down that time code, and when I go to edit this episode, I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to cut out the middle part where we're trying to figure it out to probably about 15 seconds long. And number one nice. might be added to the intro. And number two, I'll probably send it to SP so he can add it to the Clamor app and put that out there as an 18-second bite of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. 
I mean, I, just, I how long did that take me to, to come up with? I'm actually kind of proud of that one. That was pretty <laughs> quick. It was pretty quick. That's how I, that's, honestly, that's the best way to come up with with songs. It's like, you give me a two and I get 30 seconds and I can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> that was well done. But we do need thank to move you, on. Cause but Willie says in the chat room, half the reason he shows up here is that I talk dirty. I really don't. I just kind of do things like robot penis pretty regularly and... It's not dirty talk. It's how you interpreted it. It's your filthy, filthy minds, people. That and I write songs about That's Anthony. Actually, I think I've written... Have I written songs about everybody? I don't know. I probably have written a song about you at one point or another, Chris. It's entirely possible. It's <laughs> we've probably... Been friend, we've been friends for a long time. Probably incredibly profane, too. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I tried real hard to get us on News of the Week. I have no idea how to do a segue back to it. So, so since I suck at segues, we're going into the News of the Week. News team, assemble! Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the News of the Week. And I'm going to toss to Anthony because he's probably got some of the sadder news. And I'd like to do the sad news before yeah. let's, I don't have to feel sad later. Let's get it's the been, deaths out of the way. It's um, been a really sad week. Yeah, it's been bad. There, there was a third one, too, that I... I a Hang bunch on, of I get it. friends that I follow on Twitter mentioned, but I can't remember what Hang on, I got her it. name is. I got it, yeah. But yeah, um, the probably the biggest one for that everybody would know is uh, Christopher Lee died this week. And, I mean, it's like... There's very few people that have the resume that this gentleman had. And I believe it's Sir Christopher Lee, isn't? Wasn't he knighted? Yeah, it's 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 Sir Christopher yeah. Lee, and the man uh, recorded a metal album a year before he died. Yeah, it's which amazing. is fantastic. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, there's 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 so many weird facts about this dude. Like, I mean, the fact that he actually hunted Nazis during World War II. Um, when what was it? The the quote about when Peter Jackson was on set and told him to pretend. You know, uh, to behave the way a man would behave when he's stabbed in the in the back, and Christopher Lee told him, "I don't know, I don't have to pretend. I know exactly what that sounds like." One of the the organizations he was part of in the war was called the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Like that's a British badass right there. Yeah, sure <laughs> sounds ungentlemanly like warfare. The... Yeah, like the dude was in his 90s recording heavy metal albums that I believe he played guitar to. And it was he was vocals too, I believe. Yeah, and vocals. I know he did the vocals, but I think he also played guitar. But, I mean, yeah, he was Suriman in all the Tolkien films. He was uh, Dracula back in the day. He he played, like, every character. He's one of the few actors that have played, Sher- uh, what, Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes. He played yep. both in different uh, instances. I mean, yeah, if, if you somehow have been, you know, under a rock and not seen Facebook at all, you can see all just hundreds and hundreds of posts where this guy just did, you know, just had a fucking amazing life. And, you know, to basically to steal, you know, Kevin Smith's thing, big bucket of win. Big, huge fucking bucket of win. The guy, you know, lived 93 years. He fought wars. He acted his ass off. He did amazing characters. And, yeah, and, you know, yeah, recorded a heavy metal album the year before he died. That's How many 90-year-olds can pick up a guitar, much less, you know, rock some heavy metal power chords? Like, the dude's awesome. And uh, then... Oh, I, third, I was going to say, the third person was Arnett Coleman. Okay, and who, who was he? Because, yeah, I had she. no clue. She. Oh, no, he. No, I'm sorry, you're right. This is, uh, oh, there's another one, too, then. Uh, Arnett 
Coleman was an American jazz saxophonist. There's a there's okay. another one. There's a woman who passed away this way too, this week too. I'm yeah, it was it was a bad week for you know a lot of people. And yeah, I know um I didn't know who Annette Coleman was, but I know a lot of the people I follow on Twitter were uh, making mention that apparently dude was just a badass on the saxophone, just a hell of a musician. But I mean, honestly, I don't know anything about him, which means it's probably something I should go look up. And then um, the the one that probably that hit me the most was uh, Dusty Rhodes died. The American Dream. Yeah, the American Dream is dead. Uh, for those that don't know, when I started watching wrestling in the '80s, during like the big Hulk Hogan era, when WWF just you know became gigantic and really flew into the mainstream, at that point Dusty Rhodes had already won the world the wait, the world heavyweight championship belt at I don't think it was WCW yet, but it was a company that became WCW and had retired. And during the time when I was really getting into wrestling when I was a kid, watching with my stepdad, he did his first comeback tour, and they brought back the American Dream. And Dusty Rhodes was awesome because he was basically a dude that worked a lot of manual labor jobs and just was charismatic as fuck. Like, Ric Flair is the styling and profiling, good-looking guy, has all the money, you know, played that character. And Dusty Rhodes was the guy that, when he did his comeback tour to the WWF, part of his promos was him riding on the back of a freaking dump truck and emptying garbage into it. And, you know, he was just, you know, the, the working-class wrestler, and he played the role very, very well. And he's also one of the few that has had his kids follow in his footsteps, Dustin Rhodes... And um, Cody Rhodes are you, both. You might know Dustin right Rhodes better by his stage name. Most yeah. people. Dustin has been. He became the character Gold Dust after basically they brought him in as Dustin Rhodes and they couldn't really find a story for him. He started being Gold Dust and just it's a, an incredibly creepy character and he's played him so well that he's been playing that character I think for 20 years now. And the younger brother Cody Rhodes was brought in a while ago. Did, you know, has done a whole bunch of storylines, bunch of crazy shit, and is now going by uh, Stardust. So it's Gold Dust and Stardust are Dusty Rhodes' kids. And you but guys, yeah, both of his kids are kicking ass and wrestling right now. Yeah, and if you've been listening to the show for a while, you we might have heard us mention Stardust. I think two, three weeks ago, it's because he and Stephen Amell had a confrontation on live TV, and yeah. there's a current rumor that he might wrestle Stephen Amell. Okay, the one who I was thinking of was Ruby D passed away too. Wait, Ruby D passed away? Yep. Damn. Yeah, it's a shitty week. This like, has been we a bad way, week. Way too many deaths. So, sadly, you know, it makes for a good episode of Hollywood Babylon when they do all the celebrity deaths. But, you know, for all these families, it really, definitely, definitely sucks. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, Rudy, Ruby D was in a ton of movies, and I remember seeing her in a bunch of stuff. She was, she's an awesome actress. She was but, in a, the first thing that I remember her from was Raisin in the Sun. I see. I remember from Do the Right Thing. Yeah, just. Uh, so so many deaths this week, which is it's really really sad. But you know, it's a lot of people that you know lived huge lives. Cause yeah, and yeah, I mean the big one for me really is Dusty Rhodes. He was such a cool guy, and you know, being the kind of chubby, overweight, not built like you know, he doesn't look anything like Batista. Like he literally looks like you know, he always referred to himself as the plumber's son, and he he just looked like a guy that came off the streets from a, a day job and stepped into the ring and fought people. And he was. Well, he looks like an old school it. wrestler. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah definitely an old school wrestler. The real and bummer of, of it had, too. He had the the bionic elbow, <laughs> which The Rock actually said uh, was the inspiration for the most electrifying move in the in sports entertainment when he came the up with people's the elbow. people's elbow. 
yeah. was him doing an oath, an ode basically to Dusty Rhodes and the bionic elbow. Yeah, the real yeah, bummer go, go is... Go watch some Dusty... old Dusty Rhodes promos. He, the dude could cut a promo like crazy. <laughs> yeah, the real bummer is Dusty Rhodes had been getting a lot healthier. He dropped a lot of weight and stuff like that, so it's really kind of surprising that he'd been making an effort to get healthier to better improve his life and then tragically passed. Yeah, because well, Chris, yeah, Christopher Lee was 93, Dusty Rhodes was 69. Yeah. But you also have to figure, even with the years of Nazi hunting, I'm betting Dusty Rhodes was a lot harder on his body than Christopher Lee was. Yes, uh, professional wrestling is rough on the body. You can talk to any of those guys or read any of their books or anything, and they're always like, yeah, it takes a cost. In the 70s and 80s, if you look at Dusty Rhodes' forehead, because the, the way they usually juice or bleed in matches when they can't get something to someone to get cut open, they'll hit them with a razor blade. That boy's forehead looked like 14 emo girls. Like, it yep. was bad. It was just cut to fuck. Yeah, any one of those old school wrestlers, especially Ric Flair, you can look around his temples, and right here, it's all just little razor blade scars and stuff like that, because those guys used to blade all the time. Yeah, Flair juice like nobody juices. <laughs> Flair bleeds like a stuck pig, man. Yeah, I swear does. to God, you just scratch me. Like, <laughs> and with that bright white hair. notoriously bloody. But yeah, so that's my news of the week. Really awesome, talented people died, which, you know, nobody gets out alive. Have so, fun while you're here. Yeah, so your news kind of depresses me a little bit, but I know Jeannie's news makes me really happy, so I'm going to toss it to her. Yay! This, well... Good, pick us up. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, at the Canadian Sci-Fi um, Museum, they found an old... Uh, oh, it's University of Brunswick, uh, New Brunswick's science fiction archives. They found an original script from Star Wars, No New Hope, No Episode 1, Star Wars Saga 1, which was a really, really original script before they changed Luke Skywalker's name to Skywalker, whole nine yards, and from the beginning it shows that Han shot first. Yes! Han's the only <laughs> one who shot. Well, that's true, too. That's as far true. as I'm concerned. And yeah. Han never got a shot off. He's a punk. Yeah, special edition <laughs> things like that. But I love, because this is good to me, because it's always been the revisionist history. George Lucas is like, oh, no, he never shot first. Things yeah. like that. You're like, no, your own damn script says it now. So we have to admit, Han shot first. I don't care how you've changed it and retconned it now. Han shot first, damn it. In the original strip, it was Star Killer, right? Instead of Skywalker? Yeah. Yep. Which, yeah, I Star love that they brought that name back, and that became Vader's Apprentice. That was in the uh, Force Unleashed games, yeah. which are no longer can. Well, I don't even think they were canon, honestly, but they most certainly are not care. canon awesome. now. Because <laughs> uh, Star Killer is incredibly OP. Yeah, you get to slam a Star Destroyer into a planet as that character. That's and a fun nice. game. Yeah, that level's broken, though, man. That level is so damn hard, throwing a Star Destroyer into the surface of the planet. True. It is not easy. But when you do it, it's awesome. <laughs> but it, it's a fun game if you haven't played it. I'm sure it'll go on sale during the Steam sale at some point. They've been out for a few years, but really fun game. Sam Witwer is really good playing The Secret Apprentice because he does the voice work, and he's also the body double of him, basically. They modeled The Apprentice after him. Yeah. Sam Witwer is really, really good in it. Oh, rest in peace, Crashdown. Yeah, I know, I miss Crashdown still. <laughs> he, he was effing nuts, but... Motherfucker was yeah. also Doomsday in Smallville. He's played some serious geek roles. Like, and he did... Some great geek red. 
He did four seasons of uh oh crap, I forgot the name of the show on Sci-Fi Channel. Being, being human. human. Being yeah, being human. He did four seasons on there. He was he was also in some extra an, an extra web thing that they did for Walking Dead season one. That's right. And that was supposed to eventually. Um, Frank Darabont wanted it to be a spin-off series, but it didn't happen. Yeah, then Frank Darabont got booted off his own show, so it didn't happen. He quit. Yeah, because <laughs> they made it, they cut his budget in half. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I read that more as a move to make Frank Darabont go away, is if we cut his budget, he'll go away. Actually, it's pretty typical of a, of a successful show. They cut their budget. It's really weird. I don't, I don't understand Hollywood, I'll be honest. No. None of us do. That's why we have to complain about them. That's why I do is complain about them. But I'm not... There's no logic to them. No. But I'm not going to complain about this news. I wanted to share my news of the week. Uh, are you guys familiar with what the Oculus Rift is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a big headset. Yeah. So for those that aren't familiar, Oculus Rift is a it's a 3D virtual reality headset that is actually owned by Facebook now. Facebook owns the Oculus Rift technology. Things really? Like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah, owned they bought them out shortly six, after months ago. Yeah. So. One of the coolest things happened is Oculus finally revealed the final version of the Rift. It was uh, late last week. The coolest thing that happened, which kind of steals the show, is the Oculus Rift will be bundled with an Xbox One controller for everyone that comes out. So Microsoft's found another way to get into your, <laughs> to your gaming world, your PC world, things like that. The default gamepad for any games on the Oculus Rift will be an Xbox One controller. And they also demoed the fact that you could stream Xbox One games to the VR headset and play them. That's so smart for Microsoft. Microsoft making some very interesting moves. They do have their own augmented reality headset coming up called the HoloLens, but getting on board with Oculus Rift, and it's the current craze right now. Everyone's really intrigued by virtual reality 3D gaming and things like that. You get your controller out there for everything, and people are going to be playing games on your controller. And they can also sell the pitch that, hey, remember, when Windows 10 comes out, you can play games on your that are on your Xbox One on your PC. Just stream them across the network. So now, theoretically, you can just plug your Oculus Rift into your computer and start playing your Xbox One games on your computer. I'm intrigued. Well done, Microsoft. And who would have thought that something simple as being like, hey, we're putting our controller with this VR headset would become such a big deal? But it's really intriguing to me, and I'm, I'm not being a fanboy. It's just from a tech standpoint, it's really kind of cool. It's a smart move. And it gets them out there ahead of Sony's virtual reality headset. I think that's called Project Morpheus that's supposed to be coming out soon. Yeah. So Microsoft hasn't even been developing their own VR headset, really, and they're getting out ahead of Sony. It's a brilliant, brilliant move. HoloLens sucks. The other two names are way better. (laughs) HoloLens, the name sucks, but if you go and look at the stuff they've been doing with it, if you guys get the chance, go and read some of the articles in The Verge or any of the tech blogs about what they want HoloLens to do. As an augmented reality tool, it's really cool. Like, They walked them through this scenario where they were talking to a certified electrician on Skype, I believe it was, so the HoloLens could bring them up, and the, on, the, on the lens themselves, they could see the guy they were talking to, and then he could interact with the stuff they were looking at, like, you need to touch this cable, this cable, this cable, connect those. So from a, like a training standpoint, it was really cool. It might have been a plumber, I'm not remembering yeah. right. Nice. So they're, they're, they're all talking a really good game, and the first one who can actually deliver... At least half of what they're talking about will make money hand over fist. Oh yeah, th- most certainly. And what I'm really curious to see is uh, with E3 coming up, 
I want to see more of what this Oculus Rift is capable of doing, what this partnership with Microsoft does. This is just a little tease for what's to come. And I think we're going to get a lot in E3 this year about the the Project Morpheus VR headset from Sony, more on the Oculus Rift, more on the HoloLens. It'll be very interesting. We'll talk about it next week, I'm sure. There hasn't been a ton of E3 stuff leaked so far, but there has been some. Just a teeny, teeny little bit. Little, yeah. little leaks? Little leaks? Yeah, but, but well, they're, kinda, yeah, they're tight lips coming up. Yeah, they've been pretty good about it. Nintendo actually had some stuff leak, which surprised me. But, Naki, what news did you have for us? I'm saying this to get you off of the Steam. Oh, hey! <laughs> get off Steam! <laughs> get off Steam, Naki! Don't do it! No, I'm not on Steam. <laughs> um, hi! So, uh, Invader Zim is back from the dead. Yay! Hooray! Uh, for all of you who are unaware, I am completely obsessed with this show. I have been since I was, God, 18? No, earlier than that. When it first started airing. Like, we were, we were, we had that show, like, on repeat as much as we could. We just sat in front of the TV and watched it all the time. Because it really wasn't a kid's show, uh, despite them trying to make it a kid's show. It's, you know, it got taken off the air for Nazi propaganda, so... You know, um, it uh, but they have decided to re it like I think it's been like 15 years uh, later they have uh, brought it back as a comic. Uh, oh, 2001 is when it came out. Oh God, I am this okay. So I was. Do you feel old now? I was. Hang on. Hang on. I can math. I can math. <laughs> math I, is hard. And I'm a, I'm an accounting major. You think I can math better than this? But it's. No, I don't think that. I never yeah. said that. Two thousand one. I was. Okay, I was. I was sixteen. So. Uh, <laughs> now that Naki's brain hurts. Now, yeah, I was sixteen in two thousand one. If she has a headache, she won't be able to go on Steam and guys, do the math for what. Guys, this mind. is what happens when you spend all of your time on Steam. Your don't brain can no longer think outside <laughs> of monetary brain values. I am good at math. Um, yay. Um, hooray for that! Um, so, they have brought it back as a comic book, and, uh, they have released the first four pages. So, I have a link that I will share in the chat room right now. Um, you can, you can go read the first four pages. But they, uh, in the, in the link that I'm sending, they also did a really interesting interview with, uh, Jonan Vasquez, who is the creator of Invader Zim. He's also the creator of things such as Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, Squee, um, uh, I, I'm not sick. Uh, Jelly Boy. Uh, there's uh, oh fuck, what's the name of the uh, filler bunny? Who is literally just a bunny that he puts in the middle of comic books because he needs some like more art, and he didn't draw anything. So filler bunny, um, Happy Noodle Boy. I mean, there's some really good stuff that he's done. He's a little twisted, little, little bit. Really? Um, well, I mean, he does have a comic called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Okay, Which you you, cool. you can you can see his uh you actually as little Easter eggs he had to stop doing this after season one but little Easter eggs Squee Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and Debbie uh, all make appearances in Invaders in season one you just have to find them um, nice but there's an interesting little uh, interview with Vasquez um, they it has been it it is Ani Press who is who is uh doing the, the comic, so it's only kind of tied in with Nickelodeon, 
um, in the sense that Nickelodeon's allowing them the rights. Because I guess Nickelodeon still owns it. I guess. Which, uh, I really didn't realize that it has had a contract for this long. So when is it slated to come out? Did I miss that? Is it uh, first soon? week of July, July eighth. Oh wow! So we're only like three weeks out then. Right. Wow. So they're they're ramping up this. It, it, the, honestly, I think what they're doing because there was talk that the show was going to come back, but because Jonan wanted to have creative control, they wouldn't allow him the creative control. So this is his way of doing having the creative control again, which means you know uh, the re okay, <laughs> Invader Zim. Uh, there is an episode called "The Worst Christmas Ever," and uh, a lot of parents wrote in about that. Episode because uh, Zim becomes Santa Claus. Sorry, my dog, dog is, is upset. Unhappy. Upset about something or other. Um, um, Zim becomes Santa Claus. He kidnaps a whole bunch of different Santa Clauses, gets their brains and like sucks it into this two to this jelly mold that he inserts himself into, and eventually the jelly mold like takes him over and he becomes Santa Claus. And like people are like listening to his commands and marching to his commands, and parents were like, "This is Nazi propaganda. We shouldn't be showing our children this." So, <laughs> hmm. uh, that's when he became the Easter platypus. So if you saw me post something about being an Easter platypus uh, on Easter, that's where it came from. And um, but yeah. So anyways, uh, they that's when Invaders Zim ended. Like <laughs> it did. It, they were just like Nickelodeon was like we should we should write this off as a loss and just be done. Sorry, I can't I can't do anything about Max. He's I don't know what's upsetting him right now. Shut up, pup dog. Shut up. Can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear that one. All right, I'm gonna Louis mute myself. The, yeah. gonna Louis mute in the chat room. He says dogs barking. Just fix it in post, Chris. And I'm sitting here going, I don't know if I can do that. We'll play around with it and see what I can do, but. That'll be a fun one to play with. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but I'll try it. It's how you learn. <laughs> That's Ish. true. I can probably do noise removal or something and maybe get some of it. Who knows? I certainly don't. Experimentation. But I'm lazy. I don't want to learn more. I don't want to learn more at all. But that's going to wrap us up for the news of the week before we move on to other topics. Too like to kind of share some of the other stuff going on in the network. I mean, I know we've got Jeannie here from Tyrion's Landing. Why don't you what? give us... Why don't you let us know what's been going on with Tyrion's Landing? When you got what one episode of Game of Thrones left this season? Yeah, tonight, um, Sunday is the season finale. Ooh. No. Or death. As I'm getting caught up, I'm now two episodes into season five, so I'm almost caught. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, season five. I'll be honest, it's um a little up and down. A little up and down. You yeah. guys, and you record that Monday night. Yeah, we record that Monday night from uh, 9.30 to 11. Uh, you can uh, listen to us streaming on um, mobilealphageekradio.com. Um, we're on Channel 3 as well. Ooh, some fellow Channel 3ers. Yes, yay! Nice. I like it. We're, um, we're in good company. We also, uh, I think, um, uh, Cord Killers is on Channel 3 too. I think Night Attack is also, but I can't remember. It might be, might be all the Diamond Club stuff. Yeah, probably all the Diamond Club stuff is. And for those that don't know what we're talking about, it's probably all Greek to you. Just go to diamondclub.tv. You can see what all that is. I <laughs> uh, did also want to take a chance to also promote Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode 76. If you guys didn't know, throughout the summer, the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. gang is going to be going over the episodes of Daredevil that we've missed. Uh, this week, 
the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. crew was joined by Season Crimson Comet, Art House Legends, and Gotham Nightline podcaster Lobster as they talked about Episode 2 of Daredevil. Three words, folks. Hallway fight scene. And then they also recap the Marvel News of the Week as well as some listener feedback. And they have, I believe, some recorded stuff from Haley Atwell at Comic Palooza 2015 because they went and recorded stuff from the panel. So if you are an MCU fan, go check out Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. over at Legends of Wow, I slurred all that. Legendsofshield.com or GunnaGeekNetwork.com. You can find it either. Shield. I just slurred all of that. It's like I'm <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I swear I haven't had the alcohol in like weeks. <laughs> Early morning booze and Chris. Slurs and his words. That, that doesn't happen until college football season, and then there will be a few Saturdays that will be long days for me because the <laughs> kickoff is at 7 p.m. and we start tailgating about 7 a.m. So, um, you can do that. That's, what, that's that. what you were supposed to do when you tailgate. Yeah, well, I'm getting a little too old for that's the problem. Yeah. The spirit is willing, but the body is tired. All right, Murtaugh. I was going for a Futurama riff, but that, whatever works. So, before we move on to the other news, I have no idea what to call this bit or anything like this, but I kind of had a random thought pop into my head. Uh oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose a question to you guys because I have my own <laughs> opinion, but I'm curious what your opinion would be. So the question I'm going to ask you guys, and it's open to the peanut gallery too, if the zombie apocalypse actually happened and you could have but one weapon, and it can be any weapon, doesn't even have to exist for real, you could be like, I want a Green Lantern ring. What would that one weapon be and why for the zombie apocalypse? Because I had a thought, and I'll go first so you guys have a chance to think. I was leaning towards lightsaber because it would make killing off walkers incredibly easy, because there'd be no resistance. You'd just like, stab them through the head. You could slice down doors real fast. You could, you'd have access to pretty much anything with it, and it doesn't use much power, and it's light. It's easy to carry. So I was leaning lightsaber. I said Green Lantern Ring, and I thought that might also be not too bad. But that would be my one weapon for the zombie apocalypse, would be a lightsaber. I don't even care what color it is, because it's a goddamn lightsaber. A Green Lantern ring might actually be OP and uh, something like that, just because you can do almost too much with it, and then you get stupid because you have like pretty much free access to everything, and you're like, oh well, I'll make a giant ass hammer and I will smash the walkers, and then like you're like, oh, now I'm bored. But the Green Lantern yeah, the, ring is with more. The Green active. Lantern I ring, I could end a zombie apocalypse, just Basically. popping out laser beams going through every head that I see until your ring runs out of power. And then you recharge it with the battery while you're flying. You, you just don't do let it go all the way down. No, you, you have to do the thing. You have to say the oath and do the thing. Well, yeah, I'm fine with that, but I'd have enough juice in the ring to still be flying and not but near see, zombies. Are, when I, I'm guess, I guess caveat I should have said. It's not a weapon that you, as Anthony Bachman now, could pick up and use, probably. <laughs> He's Anthony the Sailor Man. <laughs> <laughs> so... Green Lantern Ring, I think, if you could properly use it and use your willpower That's to make things happen. Constructs are based on imagination and willpower, right? Mm -hmm. Let's see. Assuming that you're great, yeah, as long as it's I'm green. an artist, and believe me, I've got willpower. Right, so I you're can totally rock a Green Lantern uh, Ring. Are you calling yourself Kyle Rayner right now? Basically, yeah. That's why I love that guy. No, he'd be closer to Hal Jordan. <laughs> no, I'd be better. I'd be more Kyle Rayner. You just wanted awesome. to be Ryan Reynolds, that's all. Ryan Who Reynolds was Ryan Kyle Rayner. That's what was wrong with that movie. Ryan Reynolds is <laughs> Deadpool. You shut your mouth. I was going to say, Ryan Reynolds would have made a great Kyle Rayner. 
He was Kyle uh, Rayner. They got the script wrong. Yeah, basically, if they, <laughs> they would have named him Kyle, Kyle. made him act like Kyle Rayner. That's why that movie was awful. No, no, that movie was awful for ten thousand other reasons. On top of that, that was the main. <laughs> that movie was awful because it was a horrible script. Mm-hmm. End of yeah. story. Writers it wasn't Ryan Reynolds. Lantern they were writing. <laughs> I I just felt like I was watching a giant cutscene from a video game watching that movie. Yeah. I wanted my money back. I no, really they make did. better cutscenes that cutscenes than that now. <laughs> now. <laughs> so so taking us back to my random topic. Sorry, Jimmy, um, what weapon would you take in the zombie apocalypse? Well, I have uh, I have a I have just one question. Okay. Do we know? How um, how a lightsaber charges now? Now that we don't have extended universe, we do not. I was basing no. my knowledge off extended universe stuff, where the charge is pretty much long term. Eventually, it would yeah. run out, but they don't consume much power. Well, I think for for um, for virtual weapon, I would go for a lightsaber because I, I agree. Your reasoning is quite sound. Now, for a real weapon, I would go for machete. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, World War Z, old school. Well, that's not really old school, but still, a machete is probably the most useful weapon you'll ever have in the zombie apocalypse. Yes, well, well, the katana might look cool like Michonne carries in The Walking Dead. It is not as durable right. in the long run as a machete would be. <laughs> no. Yeah, because okay, machete, you can uh, you can go through um, vegetation with it. You can cut through zombies with it. You don't need ammo for it. You can cut down... Um, you can theoretically cut down a set of stairs with it. Um, it's if you're well trained with it, a katana would be as good as a machete, if not better. Because you need to have a little bit of extra range. But you would need training. A machete, you can just pick up and hack it. It's not as useful no. for other things, the katana, no. though. A katana is way too fragile. A machete would work better. Do you want to go hacking through the bush with your katana? It's easy to break a katana. Yeah, that's the only problem. Uh, before we toss to Nakia, Willie in the chat room goes, my power to be Superman, that's my weapon. He goes, well, I just need my fists. The only weapons I need. He's also pointing out that he sees Nakia on Steam right now. No. <laughs> so, I'm so not on Steam right now. Knock I'm actually you, not. I'm listening. If you could Knock pull yourself Steam. back from Steam for just a couple minutes, what would be your ideal weapon in the zombie apocalypse? A dragon. A dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but, a yes. but what if the dragon got turned? Well, I would just like honestly, I just want to. I, I honestly just want to pull a Daenerys from last week's Game of Thrones and just be like Falgor the whole time, and. <laughs> about it. But, um, no, honestly, I would have to... Uh, this is weird. I'm going to agree with Chris. Um, a lightsaber would be really quite useful. Um, I just froze over. I know. It's kind of <laughs> cold here. You agreed with me, and I'm sitting here going, how does this happen? I'm confused. The floor is really cold. It's suddenly. so cold now, Chris's nipples are hard. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be checked. Either way. No, <laughs> <laughs> That's why the lower third is also on my screen. It's a nipple guard. It's true. <laughs> See, I'm on a I'm on an elevated chair because I'm really short. God damn it. Um, so I can attest to that. Yeah. Not he's short. I am. Um, so my my uh, even on the elevated chair you can't see. So there, I win. Um, hang on. But the peanut gallery loses. Yeah, we're good. Not that cold. <laughs> 
<laughs> but oh, I, I love our Sunday mornings. <laughs> I think a lightsaber would actually be, like, if used correctly, I mean, using the physics of it, technically you should be able to, like, start fires with it. If you use... Because it's so hot that it sears, you know, your, your wo the wound. So it should be hot enough to start a fire. So you'd be able to start fire with it. You'd be able it to get into any door. It doesn't radiate, but you can still reflect it off of a mirror. Like, this is the way that, I'm, that okay. I think about things. So you reflect it off a mirror and can, you know, make a fire. Oh, it cut through the mirror. Yeah. I mean, all right, I have to go to the expanded universe, which technically doesn't exist, but the only thing that stops a lightsaber blade is A, another lightsaber blade, or B, cortosis ore. True. I mean, there has to be a way you can start a fire with it, though, right? I mean, it's so hot that it sears wounds when you're, when you're yeah. cutting somebody. Yeah, if you somebody, so... laid it next to a piece of wood, I think the wood would eventually ignite. But it doesn't actually... There's no heat given off the blade itself, though. Mm-mm. Like the only reason it was able to melt a door in episode one is because it was actually uh, not dissolving. Um, uh, wow, destroying the metal itself. So it, instead of so it doesn't so it's not like a a knife. It it it's more like what they would consider an obsidian knife, and where it cuts through cells, not through. It cuts through and destroys. Like anything it goes through is vaporized, for lack of a better term. That's the word I was looking for. That's why it cauterizes. Yeah. Okay. There goes that theory then. But the theory was that you could use it to, to start fire because it's that hot. But, um, I mean, it's also good for slicing. The only problem is that I'm really bad at melee damage. I, I, when I tend to play games, I tend to do like long shots, like snipers and that sort of thing. Um, it's why I'm really good at being a phase, uh, the siren in Borderlands 2. It's why I like being Mordecai in Borderlands 1. You know, that's just what I aim for because the closer you get to me, I'm kind of like, yeah, go away. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody please make an animated gif of that. I, I, I see a dis distinct lack of melee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not good at all. But, I mean, the problem with guns is, you know, obviously ammunition. The problem, you know, so... Yeah, I mean, I looked at the lightsaber as an incredibly durable weapon that while it would eventually run out of power, it would not be a quick thing. It would uh, be, blade, have some time. Yeah, a blade will eventually dull or break. A lightsaber will just run out of power, or you'd have to damage the hilt in some way, shape, or form. Um, I just it's there's there's a lot of options out there that you could use as a weapon. I think a lightsaber would be a practical one. Um, I think a laser, like a like a if we're going Star Wars, you could do like a, a one of the 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 blasters because they don't seem to run out of ammunition. Um, and well. But if you're a stormtrooper, you'll miss everything. Yeah, you'd miss everything. You'd look well, cool in your new armor. There right? is a theory. There is a theory that that was on purpose. Well, yeah. I mean, there's literally six people in yes. the galaxy that they're trying to kill, and they can't kill them. It's kind of like in Lord of the Rings. You know, they, the there's nine people. That, the theory is that they were hurting uh, Luke and his um, and his pals uh, to where they wanted him to go, to go into a trap. And that's why they missed him, because Lord Vader wanted them to. Yes. It's not a bad one. There's a better theory than that the best army in the Empire just can't hit shit. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, the, the, other, the other weapon, for lack of a better term, that I could think of that would be good for the zombie apocalypse would be the mutant powers of Colossus, because if you went with your metal skin, no zombies would be able to go through your skin. Just be like, say, if we want something actually yeah. practical that could be built, it's an Iron Man suit. Yeah, but that runs out of power eventually. 
Yeah, but even when it runs out of power, you're inside a full metal casing that they can't get to you. And, and you can't move. I can't build an arc reactor, can you? I have less chance of doing that than I would of using a Green Lantern ring. <laughs> this is an arc reactor now. I turned into like literally with with the bottle of the bottom of the juice bottle. If I put a light in right here, I can make my own. There you go. There we go. Beginnings of co uh, beginnings of your cosplay. I don't know if I want to cut a bottle off and stick it to my chest though. <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. Well, I mean, because if I do the rescue outfit, which I've thought about doing, but it's so much work, I think that wouldn't be too bad. Pretty close to the yeah. size. Yeah, you can you can uh, make it so that that is comfortable. You just need the there. Does that part of it doesn't have to touch you? You just have to have the look of it. You can line the back. Yeah, and you know, put the LEDs on the inside, line the back. Uh huh. give me even more chest. Like I need more, but you know. There you go. <laughs> Things that's that I've we, actually thought about. <laughs> that's how we get more hits on the show. Naki talks about needing more chest. I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty well endowed. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I know I. Am. Yeah, I don't. I I really don't need uh, any help in that department either. I'm two hands full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Willie's gonna be so mad that the lower third's on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like measuring myself right now. Don't mind me. Yeah, I'm like two hands. <laughs> I love Sunday mornings. <laughs> Me too. This is I the point. These. This is the point in the show where we normally go into the rest of the news, but we're getting near the end, and I think it'd be more fun to ask Naki, "What all have you bought on Steam so far?" Oh God, it's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> uh, well, okay. How about this? I'll go first because it'll make. Well, it just makes me feel better because I haven't bought a lot because I've only bought two games on Steam with the Steam sale. I bought Walking Dead Season 2 by Telltale Games, and for those listening to the audio, Naki's flipping me the bird. I also <laughs> bought Tales from the Borderlands, also from Telltale so Games. So good! It's really fun. I'm only about halfway through the first act, and then it's not part of the Steam sale, but it was sort of Blizzard's attempt to cash in on the Steam sale. I bought StarCraft 2 with the expansion pack. It was bundled together for like 20 bucks, and I've been playing. Oh, nice! Because I love me some StarCraft, and I forgot how much I loved it. Now, are you going to be yelling kiki 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 kiki? Maybe. <laughs> right now, I keep going like Intaro Adun and things like that because I love the Protoss. Not enough pylons. Yeah, you have not constructed enough pylons. <laughs> you're not going to pretend you're Korean. No, I can't. I don't have to. I can't do accents. It's not okay. my thing. I'm the Asian one here. Yeah. Naki's our resident token Asian. I'm the token Asian person. Isn't she our token everything except white male? Naki is our Pretty token much. diversity, is what it comes down to. I am I am a multiracial female who happens yes. to be quite liberal. That, that is why Naki is allowed to have opinions on things, and I'm not, because I'm told if I have an opinion, it's because I'm either white, male, racist, or misogynist. Not because I don't like something. That's when you just... Well, I mean, you're obviously allowed opinions. They're just wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And nobody wants to. No, it's not that your opinion is wrong. Your opinion is invalid. I've been told that also. <laughs> I, I just have embraced it and moved on. They, it, they, Jeannie, I don't know if you heard the episode where they literally threw me something so that I would cover for them. Because <laughs> they knew exactly that I felt the way that I did. I, I stirred the pot because it was a topic that if I discussed, it would not end well for me, regardless of whether I feel my opinion is justified or not. 
So I gave enough of my opinion to stir the pot and toss to Naki because... Yes, I did hear about the opinion, and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my not going to be happy until we get a Mary Sue yep. article about us. <laughs> I don't know if we want that, let's be honest. No, let's not clinics. have a Mary Sue. Let's it's not have clinics. that. No, let's, let's, let's not. Uh... Uh, the, the internet trolling that would come out of that, I don't need that in my life. Oh, so I'm just going to go back to George Carlin bits. You want to know how to piss off a feminist? Call her a cum catcher. That'll get her attention. Well, I got my attention. I miss well, George Carlin. So in an, effort to, <laughs> in an effort to not have the internet hunt us down and kill us, I'm going to go back to knocking and ask, how much have you spent on the Steam sale? I'm not telling you how much I spent. Well, but... What have you bought, I guess, is the better question. Let me rephrase. Uh... Left 4 Dead 2, Skullgirls, Nidhogs, Don't Starve, Mega Pack, Battle Block Theater, Borderlands, Defy Gravity. In my cart right now, I have <laughs> Evil Within. Uh, I haven't bought this yet. These are in my cart. <laughs> Evil Within, Borderlands, the pre-sequel. These are the ones that I'm kind of like not sure if I'm going to get because it's it's more than what my, my rule allows. Uh, violates your rules. Yeah, violates rules. Uh, but... I don't need it because I have them already, but at the same time, it's not on my computer. I have them. Uh, Telltale Borderlands, uh, Wolf Among Us, Game of Thrones, uh, Telltale. Holy crap. You have knocked the crap out of the Steam sale. (laughs) I hear Uh, the Game of Thrones one is really good. The Game of Thrones one's supposed to be really good. Uh, I have Wolfstein in balance. I'm not sure yet. It's $14.99 right now. Um, Ori has dropped down to $15.99, I just saw. Killing Floor 2 has also dropped down to $26.99. I've got to get off of this site. So as we record this right now, it is an hour until the Steam sales change. So you have one hour before the Flash deals expire. There is one I would recommend. That um, I bought a long time ago, but it's down to 4.49 as an early access beta. There's a game called Prison Architect where you design your own prison and things like that, and you have to deal with interaction of prisoners and stuff. It's a very interesting sim game, and it's like five bucks. It's really fun. I saw it. Um, the problem is, is that I don't play those games for long enough. Like, Fair enough. I really am like, because I have Goat Simulator. I do too. Um, so my I have it too. I played it for ten minutes. Yeah, if, if I paid more than, like, three bucks, I'd have been upset by that game. Uh, I have Besiege, which I've played, I think, nine minutes of so far, but I really like the concept of Besiege. Um, I, I like the Um There's... If you like building games with resources and stuff like that, uh, a good one, I don't know what it's um, what is running on Steam right now, but uh, Banished is a good one. Yeah, that was another one. You can find out for us fairly quickly. <laughs> Since she's on Steam as we speak. No, I'm not on Steam. I have here are my hands. Here they are. I'm not on Steam. Maybe log Steam is this is not playing checks. right now. Yes. <laughs> so Jeannie, have you been picking up any Steam sale games, Jeannie? No, but I have been uh, trying to play uh, Heroes of the Storm beta. I have downloaded it. I have not had a chance to play it. It's, it scares me because Blizzard has a way of pulling me in and then making me lose all sense of time. It's yeah, bad. Yeah, they do that on purpose. What, I, what's good about what what I've observed about uh, Blizzard, and I'm going to um, paraphrase Scott Johnson, but um, they make it easy to get into, hard to master. Yes. 
and it, it, it make it easy and fun to get into something, but it's hard to master. I can't wait for their um, their their uh, what is it? A, no, not their Dota. They got one coming out with the shooting and the oh 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 the Crap. yeah King of the Mountain yeah. <laughs> basically take over the tower game. I can't wait for that one, and I'm afraid of it too. Yes. <laughs> And so, a, ca- a word of not a word of caution, but a reminder to everyone who's buying stuff during the Steam sale right now: do not forget. I believe it's already in effect that Valve's refund policy has gone in place. So that yes. if you if you buy one of these games on Steam sale because it's a great deal, and you get a chance to try it in the next 14 days and put less than two hours time into it, you can get your money back if you don't like it. And I probably shouldn't have told Naki that because now she'll buy more and try them to see if she likes them. <laughs> What you can actually play two hours of in the next two weeks. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> that, that, that should be your, your second rule now. Well, it is a nice thing to have, though, because I know one of the things I run into on Steam sales, I'm like, man, I've really been curious about this game, and that's a great deal. I go, but there's a lot of these that are like that. I don't want to buy them all and then just get disappointed. I know I've only spent like two or two to five bucks on some of them, but then I just get bummed out if I bought this game and absolutely hate it. The refund policy kind of, I think, will help embolden more people to buy yeah. more of these Steam sale games. And I'm curious to see how the sale numbers change two weeks from now when they go back and update the numbers based off of what may have been returned and not. We will see. It'll be very interesting to me. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that, that's, honestly, that's probably just the overriding theme of this week's shows is the Steam sale right before E3. We, we didn't even go into any of our regular news outside of News of the Week because we were talking about the Steam sale. D- so why I'm saying that is, Valve, give us some money. We'll keep talking about it. No doubt. Give me, give me, give me, give it to me. Give it to me now. Give it to me. Exactly. But looking at the time, we have hit almost that one hour mark. So if you're familiar with the show, we generally wrap up the show by sharing with our audience in the peanut gallery who's watching live what nerdy or geeky things we've been getting into in this last week and what we're planning on getting into in the week ahead. And I'm going to go first just because I don't have a ton of stuff. I'm still working on getting everything set up on the new PC. Uh, Steam sale, so I've been playing some Steam games. And StarCraft 2 I've been playing a lot of, and I forgot how much I loved a good real-time strategy game. And I forgot how much you suck if you haven't played them in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. I still hate Zerg rushes, and I got Zerg rushed. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, and was dead. Ugh, Zerg rushes are the worst. Yeah. Um, let's see what else I get into. I moved some of the stuff around on my back wall because since I've moved my webcam around with the new computer, there was a lot of white space. I'm trying to cure some of the white space by hanging just more of the stupid shit I have hanging around me. I'm keeping the Captain America poster behind me though because it is incredibly badass. I can see Spider-Man's hand. Yes, mm-hmm. Spider-Man right there. I'm stealing that. Yeah, okay, you gotta come find me. You don't know where I live. I'll find you. Yeah, Naki does. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> last thing I got into is... I'm right behind you. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar, podcasting is a hobby I do a lot of, and when I don't edit my own shows, I feel bad because my mouse sometimes is a little clicky, and Stargate Pioneer will tell you it's because I use a condenser mic and whatever, I'll take that hit. But I, in order to kind of alleviate some of my clickiness, I picked up this cool thing off Amazon for 25 bucks, and it is literally just a touchpad. So whenever I'm podcasting now, I turn off my regular mouse, and I just use this, and it's like a touchpad on a laptop. You can navigate around, right-click, left-click, and it's got Windows 8 gestures built into it that I've only played with a little bit. 
but it's kind of cool. Like you take three fingers and you slide up, it brings up the start bar, and if you want the start bar to go away, you just slide them back down. And you can scroll through pages of on apps and stuff like that. So it's been kind of nice, and I've realized that you probably haven't once heard me click on this episode. So, go team. I don't think so. That's so, yeah, cool. I'm Great. And for 25 bucks on Amazon or 23 bucks, whatever it was on Amazon, not too shabby. I can live with that. You can hear me clicking away. I know. So, Naki, what have you been getting into aside from the Steam sale? Um, I wasn't on last week, was I? No, my no, power went out. You had a power bump right before the show started. Yeah, so it was awesome. Anthony and I powered through the show. Um, I caught up on Game of Thrones. We literally had only watched two episodes, and so I caught up. We're ready for the season finale, which I don't think I'll get to watch tonight. I think I get to watch tomorrow. Um, that is what happens when you watch a show with your significant other, and he happens to have to work. So, you know, I glare at him a lot. Um, on top of that, um, I've been playing a lot of games on Steam. You probably saw last night for like six hours I was playing Don't Starve. Um, which actually, the game is a lot of fun. It's an older game. They have just released, within the past couple of months, uh, Don't Starve Together, so it's now co-op. I have not played it with somebody yet, but I uh, gifted it away so that I will be playing it with somebody soon. Um, I also picked up... You know, we, we already talked about all the things I picked up on, on Steam sale. I've been recording a lot for Secret Project, which will hopefully be launched soon. I know I keep saying I'm going to do it the next week, um, but I keep... A lot of it is video editing, and something I have learned is that because I haven't done video editing in over 10 years, I have kind of lost that skill, so uh, I'm <laughs> working on that. <laughs> uh, YouTube has just released YouTube Gaming, which will launch, I believe, next month. Um, they started following me on the Twitter, so you guys can kind of sort of figure out what Secret Project is um, from that. Um, and then uh, on top of that, I started, I picked up a bunch of Kindle books because I didn't realize I had like six months of free Kindle books like just laying there. Um, a lot of them is stuff that Neil uh, from other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network um, has, uh, he's recommended to me. I have a whole bunch of like urban fantasy stuff. Uh, that I picked up. The latest one I picked up was um, Darkness Brutal. It's by... I'm glad you mentioned Kindle Books because I actually picked up Ready Player One with a bunch of my promo credits I had because everyone said it's so good. That book is amazing. That book is so good. I also picked up, just based off of what I heard, I think it was on Cord Killers, I picked up The Martian because they were talking about how much they loved that trailer. and. I'm going oh my to, god, so good. I'm going to read that book before I watch the trailer, but their reaction <laughs> to The Martian had me go, okay, I need to read this book. Yeah, that's another book I have to pick up. I haven't read it yet. Um, oh, Darkness Brutal is written by Rachel Mar A. Marks. Um, so that one is about a demon kill his mother and sister, and since then the three years have returned to try to claim uh, so it takes place in Los Angeles, so I don't know a whole lot of about L.A. other than the times that I've visited there. But um, uh, the reason why I got so into the Dresden Files, I think, is because it takes place in Chicago, despite the fact that you can tell he hasn't really spent much time in Chicago um, because he can get from the north side to the south side in, like, less than 15 minutes, and it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's magic. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... It, it's uh, So that one is um, on my to-read list now. Uh, and then uh, on top of that, 
uh, I've been obsessing more than usual about Steven Universe because the new Steven Universe episode starts this week, and it's literally just a week of Steven Universe episodes, and I'm not going to have a whole chunk for like a year or something like that. So I'm really excited to watch more Steven Universe because the gem worlds have collided, and now Steven knows why. So to me, that's really exciting. So that's it. That's all I got. Yay. That's what you're getting to. So I know Anthony's probably going to talk about his comics. We'll save that for last as we've been doing normally. Jeannie, what have you been getting into? What do you plan on getting into? Well, uh, I picked up this week. Um, this past uh, Tuesday was uh, the latest Anita book, Anita Blake book released, and I have that, and I'm uh, probably about 60% through it already, um, and mainly because I haven't had time to finish it. Otherwise, I would have spent a whole day and just finished the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I did see Jurassic World when it released on oh, Thursday. Yeah, I saw that too. yeah um, it was fun. I'll give it that. <laughs> that sounds like a ringing endorsement. He's a, he's a dinosaur whisperer. That's all you need to know. Does he? Does, well, oh, are they going to make fun of that on South Park now, like they did the dog whisperer? Because that God, would I hope so. I hope so. That would be awesome. Oh my God, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Yeah, well, well, they. They basically scooped up all of the male and female tropes off of that trope website and mashed them together and, and put out a put out a script. I mean, she's she's the um, she's the uptight bitch that just needs the right man to loosen her up, oh, complete with the bitch haircut, and uh, he is the loosey goosey sex god who who uh, is just the man to do it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Jurassic World. So that movie was awesome. He's Star Lord, basically. <laughs> I mean, Dude, no, the, he's not. He's Harrison Ford. He, he that movie definitely awesome. had his problems. Yeah, I mean, had problems with that sort of thing. You just have to start laughing when they shoot an RPG at the dinosaur, and all it does is knock it over. No dino damage. None. Zero <laughs> None. dino damage. No, actually, my favorite... The tough dino. One of the favorite things that happened to me was, or that, that happens in the movie is they jump into a waterfall and like 10 minutes later, the guy asks the kid for matches and they work. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was just like, you weren't in a bag or anything. The pack was waterproof. So I have not seen Jurassic World yet. I probably will go and see it. My favorite thing, and if you're listening, watching live, rather, you can see this, was probably the tweet that PETA put out, and I had a screenshot and had to share it, that says, Jurassic World is proof that CGI is amazing, and you don't need to use real animals to make a great movie. <sighs> now, I made fun of it, and I still will. I'm pretty sure what they're meaning is not necessarily the dinosaurs, but the fact that this dinosaur is eating a shark, and the shark was probably CGI. But really, yeah. don't use Jurassic World as your example for why you should not use live animals, because yeah. you can't really use live animals in Jurassic World, because they've been dead for millions of years. I have a better <laughs> idea. How about PETA just shut up? PETA could just go away. That's and not going to happen. I think everyone would be happier. Well, this was not me trying to make us take shots at PETA. I want to make sh take shots at their stupid tweet, because it's hilarious. It, <laughs> it is hilarious. Um, uh, if you're into urban fantasy, Naki, have you read the um, the Kate Daniels series by Alona Andrews? Um, I have it on my list of things to read. I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's by Alona, Alona or... Alona Andrews. Alona yeah. Andrews, okay, yeah. yeah. I know I have, like, this whole list from Neil, and then, like, I have another list, like, coinciding with it. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> You've got a lot um, to read. I do have a I lot was, to read. I was, uh, I was one of the ones that when I watched the, uh, the Martian trailer, I said, can we have it now? How about now? 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 Really? Now? Please? Now? Now? They did, however, move it up. It was going to be a Christmas release. It's now October. See, I want to watch the trailer, but the way they described I think it was on Cord Killers, was it inadvertently gives away some of what happens. So I don't want to watch it because I've heard such good yeah. things about the... Yeah, well, um, it's... Yeah, it's... It, I understand what they're talking I know exactly what they you're talking about because I listened... I heard them too, and they're right. Um, it, it, it gives away something because they, they need to do that in order to get people to actually watch the movie. But otherwise it was an amazing amazing trailer and I think they captured the um, the, the feel of the book spot on. It's yeah. great. Um, Super intrigued by it. Yeah, and uh, I, what I'm planning on getting into is I'm hearing amazing things about Sense8. Yeah, that's, that's on my list to watch that in Orange is the New Black Season 3. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, that's uh, on my list is uh, Sense Eight, and I have to rate American Gods for my book club. American Gods is so good, you'll like it. Yeah. Um, I'm on a hundred. I was on a hundred page, uh, hundred page, one hundred twenty-one the first time I tried reading it, and I I kind of gave up. But we'll see. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, it gets uh, Neil Gaiman to me gets kind of frustrated to read sometimes, so I understand. Yeah, it's just. It's like, okay, can we get to the point? Can we get to the point, please? <laughs> no, and, 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 and it partly is, it's, it's, no, not partly. It's mainly my own thing. If I don't get sucked into the world immediately, I'm really bored. No, I um, get which, that. Is one, uh, what, which is one of the reasons why I, I don't even know how she does it. I know a lot of people have problems with Laurel K. Hamilton, but every time a, a, a new Anita Blake, book comes out, I'm sucked in immediately and I don't even know why. But that's my problem with the new game. In. See, I'm still trying to find that next series that's really going to suck me in and get me captivated. I haven't had much luck with book series lately. Yeah. That's just me. I'm weird. <laughs> I don't know. What about you, Anthony? What have you been getting into? What comics have you been reading? And uh, should I be reading Secret Wars is the question. Yes, you should be reading Secret Wars. Um, one, I got caught up on all my geek shows. So that was nice. I finally finished off iZombie. The season finale was really cool. It did a really good job of ending the first season. Um, and then after that was done, I was like, ooh, now I can go back to my Netflix queue and my Hulu queue. And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't finished Inside Amy Schumer. That show is fucking hilarious. I love that chick. Um, <laughs> went through my – started going through my library stack. The iZombie, You Vampire, it's issues 6 through 12 of iZombie. Um, it was a really good story, but I, it's weird. I have to say it, I hate Mike Allred's art. People love his art, loved him on Mad Men, he won Eisner's, but it's something about his art style bugs me. So I'm. it was a fun book to read, but it's one of those ones I was, when they said it was a zombie book that Mike Allred was going to do, I was like, yeah, I'm not picking that up, and yeah, it's, his artwork bugs me. I don't know why. I'm glad some people really like it, but I'm one of those ones too. I just It doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, but it was you know it was a good story. It was a fun book, and then um, I picked up Glories Volume One and Two, the relaunch of Glory, the old uh, Rob Liefeld character. Um, they did kind of the same thing with Glory that they did with Prophet, where you know it was a new creative team, new writer, new artist, and took the character in a very very different direction than the original Extreme Studios Rob Liefeld versions. And it's another like really really strange art style by comparison. You know the the very non proportional 
weird, you know, 10 inch waist humans that Rob Liefeld drew in the 90s. And they turned uh, Glory basically into this crazy alien warrior that uh, basically metamorphs a lot of the times when she's fighting. And the the weird aliens that they added in the world, all the different uh, aspects of the story, is really cool. This was a, a super fun read. I'd definitely say um, the art style is weird, but it's, it was a really, really fun read. Those I've read those two trades in maybe a day. Like, I flew through that one. Uh, Secret Wars, I finally picked up another stack of comics. Um, my favorite so far was uh, Peter David continuing with uh, 2099, Secret Wars 1 and 2. You get the Avengers from 2099, and by the end of the second issue, they meet the Defenders for 2099. So you've got the 2099 version of Captain America, Hawkeye, Iron Man, and Black Widow, and they end up running into the Hulk by the second issue. And if people don't remember, the 2099 Hulk looks half Godzilla, half Hulk. Like, he's a crazy-looking character. That was a really fun book. Um, Nova was actually probably the best thing I read this week because issue 31 completes the first actual story arc of young Sam Alexander. The whole book started off with one mission, and this is the end of that story. So for anybody that is currently reading Nova, make sure you get 31. It is a fantastic, fantastic issue. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet number one for Secret Wars is just kind of weird. It's all basically set up and introduction, and then you get one new Nova. But there's it wasn't much payoff. It was it was a little weird, but it looks like it will be fun. It's got Thanos in it. That are basically people running around hunting up the gems. So that was a good one. Old Man Logan number one, where Battle World Old Man Logan decides to just keep kicking ass and running around. Which, if you read Old Man Logan, it's a great story. Um, sadly, the artwork is not of the Steve McNiven level. The artist was good, but it's more like a kind of Jay Lee on Dark Tower looking stuff. So it was still cool, but after seeing Steve McNiven do it, I really like his his art style. And then a uh, Birthright is another issue, another fantastic book, probably the best fantasy thing that's being published every month. I put I've heard it that's really good. One or two steps behind Invincible as my favorite book every month. Every time I pick this book up, I love every issue of it. Birthright is a super fun one. And then, yeah, I'll be waiting till uh, we're done here, and then I'll probably be going and spending about $10 and change because the Jim Henson Humble Bundle has three days left on it. And right now, uh, the average plus $2, so the big third tier, is $10.46. For that, you get Tale of Sand. Uh, the second tier, there's a Jim Henson Musical Monsters of Turkey Hollow, The Storyteller, Storyteller of the Witches 1 through 4, uh, two novelizations of The Storyteller and Labyrinth, and then the first tier, which you can pay anything you want for, is Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal Creation Miss 1 and 2, Fraggle Rock Classics 1 and 2, Regular Fraggle Rock 1 and 2, Fraggle Rock Journey to the Everspring 1 through 4, and the novelization of The Dark Crystal. Yeah, so for 10 bucks, you can basically get, like, the entire Jim Henson catalog from, I think it's all Boom. And then um, it's all yeah, the security this time is to support the Center for Puppetry Arts. So it's it's just awesome. I have to go give them, I think, the last 10 bucks in my account, but I think it's going for a good place. Okay, I got rid of Evil Within. Sorry. <laughs> There you go. You can go spend that money on a humble one. I she was, well, it's, she's got to get rid of another game because they're all less than five bucks. <laughs> I still have I still have the Borderlands ones, and but I got you got to get the Borderlands. That's just a given. I own I own multiple copies of everything. Like yeah, she already has that. She needs more Jim Henson in her life. 
Not I have. Oh, I just, I just said I own sure. all of Jim Henson. I literally I own all of it. You've only got forty-three minutes till the sales change. Till bleh, until the sale changes, Naki. <laughs> forty-three <laughs> minutes. Oh, 48, 42 no. minutes. No, no Steam sale. Stay away. Let me see what's on the humble bundle. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So that is going to wrap us up for this week. We did go a little long because we got into some good Steam sale conversations. But as we wrap things up, I did want to remind you: don't forget our good friend of the show, who's always in the peanut gallery, William Nelson. He will be on Twitch, probably playing Shadows of Mordor after this. So if you are in the peanut gallery watching live, go to Twitch.tv/southporky and you can watch him play humble, not humble bundle, um, um, Shadows of Mordor. I don't know why I said Humble Bundle. Because humble you touch yourself at night. Well, that's beside the point. Uh, to wrap things up, don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. You can do all the math for the other time zones from there because I'm far too lazy to. Over at live.atgnpodcast.com or you can find us in Channel 3 of Alpha Geek Radio at alphageekradio.com. Wow, there's a big thunderstorm rolling in, so I need to hurry this up so I don't lose power. <laughs> if you have uh, <laughs> feedback, I just that's why I paused. I don't know if it came across. There's just rolling thunder that came through, and I went, huh, this could be problematic. So to wrap things up, don't forget, if you have feedback, you can hit us up on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodandnerdy. If you want to write something a little longer than 140 characters, though, shoot us an email at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com. And finally, if you want to get your voice on the podcast and or and you just want to let us know what we've been wrong about, you can call us on the ATGN hotline. That's at 304-806-ATGN. A heads up, whatever you put on that voicemail line will probably play on the air. So there's your disclosure. Disclo- wow, disclaimer. disclaimer. What the crap? Full disclosure. There you go. Full disclosure. Full disclaimers. All of these things. But... <laughs> I don't know, guys. That's where, that's where you find us on the internet, though. Before we wrap up, anyone have any final thoughts as we close the show? Robot penis. <laughs> there is that. Uh, what do you got for us, Anthony? Any final thoughts? I'm signing my NDA and my non-compete this weekend, so I'll be able to share parts of my secret project soon. Ooh. I can't share my secret project yet, because we haven't ironed things out, but when it is ironed out, I will share on this show. Don't worry, everyone. And Jeannie, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure you. having you back. Any, any last Indeed. things you wanted to plug or promote or talk about before you head off? Uh, com. We also stream live uh, 9.30 to 11 Eastern Time on Elf Geek Radio, Channel 3 on Monday nights. Uh, we'll be talking, obviously, the season finale tomorrow. So there you go, guys. Go check If you're a big Game of Thrones fan, go watch it tonight and go listen to the Tyrion's Landing recap and coverage of it tomorrow night that's the way to do it but on that note i think we are getting the the hell out of here bye guys Bye. Bye. bye thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of all things good nerdy on the gunna geek podcast network you can find atgn in a variety of places some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like stitcher radio in fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com network where you can find all things good and nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek network family. 
If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Join Anthony, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. The music you've heard for both the intro and outro of this show were found on SoundCloud.com and are used in accordance with the Creative Commons licenses. Leaving Earth by Abandon All Hope is used as the outro of this show, and The Wind Waker by the Neskimos is used as the intro and slightly modified in both cases. To get links directly to these songs, go to atgnpodcast.com and check out the background music section.